Coming back in five. <laughs> okay, wait. You're not supposed to count down with the camera. We can see your lips moving. Once again, okay. coming back in five. Okay, now your head's nodding this time. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Uh, I'm I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Um, I'm actually really happy we have 15 viewers as of uh, this afternoon. That um, I I did pull an audience without actually asking them what they think. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I like, like the Christmas watch lights. I like the Christmas lights. Look at you; those are festive. I was yeah. So you know, I live in a trailer park, and I felt like this was appropriate. Uh, so it's not like an actual Christmas theme. It's just lighting for the trailer park. It's trailer park lighting. That's what it is. Um, okay. We just keep the same lights up all year. Huh. Yeah. All right. Man, can I, I got to tell you something. So, you know, when you, um, you ever get like the meat sweats, right? But instead of the meat sweats, it's, it's the shit sweats. Where like you have to shit so bad you get a little bit sweaty. Yes. Well, not a little bit sweaty, but like a lot of sweaty. Like I'm gonna have to change my clothes, sweaty. Right. I've never. Okay, been, so, I don't know if I've ever been that sweaty. Yeah. Well, let me clue you in as to what happened here. So we're at uh, a Mexican restaurant out of town, right? And of course, out of town for us is at least sixty miles away. Mm-hmm. And and the mistake of eating before you get back into the vehicle to drive home for the next hour is the number one mistake you can do after Mexican food. At least it is for me. My stomach, you know, it's always giving me issues. Actually, I shouldn't blame my stomach. It's really not the stomach. It's my colon. If I <laughs> if I get a thimble of substance down there, it's it's like knocking at the door. It's ready to go. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Mexican food, right? And it was delicious. And this, little... and this is this is a restaurant. This is not like Taco Bell. Um, I would say it's more of a local Taco Bell. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so, uh, delicious and it went down all right. And then we get about 20 miles up the the hill. Right. And like my stomach starts sounding like, uh, it's percolating, right? Like it's a coffee percolator, just bubbly (laughs) and gurgling. Like Like campfire style. Like campfire style. And then, and then I get the, I get the sweats like the shit sweats and it's, it's pouring off of my forehead. Like I look in the mirror and in the, in the, the, the little cosmetic mirror and the visor and, um, and I'm just ghost white and I'm drenched and it's cold outside. I've got the window down and Mandy's driving. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it. And it's not like this is 20 miles, like around the corner is a gas station. No, this is, there's nothing for the next 40 miles. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so uh, there's it's cold outside. It's it's the sun is setting, and so I was like, "You got to pull over to one of these driveways. I'm I'm gonna shit my pants if I don't get out of the car right now. I'm gonna shit my pants." And so um, we find this driveway. It doesn't really look like it leads to anything. And she stops, and I hop out. I'm in flip flops and shorts. Of course, there's snow on the ground, right? And luckily we had butt wipes in the car, but I go traipsing through the snow up against a tree and, and I got a drop trowel right there. And I, I just spackled the back of that tree 
or the tr- the whole the whole tree stump there. And you know when you, uh, you know when you really have to shit, and you know you're getting to a point to where you can release, and then your butthole starts to quiver. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it was doing that right. And as soon as the, the pants were clear, because, you know, when you squat in the forest, you got to make sure you pull the back of the pants. Otherwise, you're going to shit on your pants. And <laughs> um, and so I, I release and it's just, you know, instant gratification, right? Like, oh, finally, the devil is out of me. And uh, and then I'm starting to look, you know, you know, catching my breath. The sweating has subsided. I look around. There's a house right there. It's, it's legit in someone's driveway. And, um, and so I'm like, I, okay, I got to get out of here. So I, I, I clean up, I get my pants up, I run back to the car and luckily nobody came outside. Um, but yeah, that was one of the times I almost shit my pants. Um, anyways, you ever had those moments where you almost shit your pants? Plenty of times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think part of my problem is as a kid, I didn't like to poop. I don't know if you remember this part of my life. I do remember that. You would hang on to logs for days. Forever. Forever. What the hell was that like all it. about? I just, I, I just didn't. In my older years, I appreciate the time in the bathroom. I'm just going to say that now. It's like, it's like when you're a kid and you don't want to nap. Right. Exactly. And when, when you get older and you're like, you know, any like I, chance you get. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do the dishes right now. I'd rather just take a good, healthy shit. Yes. So I think that was it. Like I had better things to do. And one time I did actually kind of a little bit crap my pants. And I, (laughs) do you remember that family that when we were kids, um, before we moved that we used to do outsidey things with where we would go camping and. Oh yeah. uh, I, I don't remember any of their names. I mean, this is, you know, 30 years ago, but. Yeah, like yeah. they were they they I think there were there was a there was a kid in my class and then I think there was a kid in your class or right around your age. Um anyway, right. they used to they used to be quite kind to me and they used to take me on their camping excursions with their family. Oh, I remember and, that. I think you went a lot more than I did. I, I think that oh, was pro- a probably year probably. Um I, I know that you went to some of the stuff. I don't know if it was overnight stuff, but you went to some of their stuff. Anyways, yeah. Uh, um I there was a time where I'm pretty sure that once we stopped, I left my underwear in the bathroom. Ah, hmm. Yeah, and yeah. so um, yeah, so I'm much I'm much better about actually going when I need to now because now that I'm older and when that someone knocks on that door. I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, as you get older, you know, your hardware breaks down, right? And so the mechanisms that would keep things all wrapped up and tight in there have, have given, you know, they're showing their wear and tear over the years. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't grip down as tight as you used to. No, and... you, you, the O-rings are not, the O-rings have, they're worn out. They're wearing yeah, out. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, well, I'm good to, I mean, I'm glad, you know, I always like these stories when I know I'm not the only one that has almost shit my pants. Um, there was one time where I was in the Columbia center mall there in the tri cities. Right. 
And I was probably maybe 13 or 14 years old. And of course, I was your typical white kid. I had sweatpants on. I probably had like some stupid t-shirt that like, you know, said like, I love cookies or some shit like that, right? (laughs) And, you know, the bathroom was all the way by the food court there. And I was on the complete opposite end of the mall, and and I was I was in a pinch, right? I was in a hurry. I was I was sweating again, right? The, the sweat is the telltale sign of emergency. Code Brown, get on the move because this is going to get bad real quick. And so, um, on my way to the bathroom again, you know, the, you get the shakes, the quiver, right? Your butthole knows that it's about to release, but it's too soon right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not actually seated yet. And, but this time it was too late and I get into the bathroom and I'm making my way into a stall and I can feel some slip out. Uh Oh, I feel it slip out. Yeah. Like little Hershey highway going here. And, and so <laughs> I drop my pants and I, and I finish go to the bathroom. I look down and, and my underwear is a complete mess, like a chocolate mess. Like you ever, like if you've ever left like a, a chocolate bar in your car on a hot summer day and you peel open the wrapper and it's like gooey and sticky mm-hmm. and, and really runny. Uh, that's pretty much what was in my underwear. And here's the crazy part is, is um, so obviously I had to throw that underwear away. There's no way I was going to clean it, but then I wasn't smart enough at the time. Cause remember I was only like 13 or 14 where I'm pretty certain I probably didn't clean my ass good enough. And I probably walked around the mall with, a, a nice brown skid mark in showing on the outside of my gray sweatpants <laughs> that I was wearing. I, I got a lot of shit stories. Uh, I just like to commend your present day hygiene. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So, you know, these assholes who say that you can't flush the flushable wipes. Well, for one, why would you call them flushable wipes if you can't flush them? Right. Good. And secondly, who builds a sewer system that can't handle a little wet nap? You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you know what? If your sewer system can't handle my flushable wipes, then that's your problem, not mine. I think that you need to come up with some contraption that shreds that shit up better. Because <laughs> I'm not walking around with a dirty ass, especially in the middle of the summer when that damn single-ply government toilet paper that you get at work is not going to do the job. <laughs> um, today, speaking of government <laughs> toilet paper, today someone called in a complaint. Oh, good. About oh, good. Let's hear it. Wait, parking complaint? It's not complaint? on voice. Hold on. It's No, okay. it wasn't even for the right office, but um, we took it anyway. Someone called in a complaint. Mind you, I work for code enforcement. Right. Someone called in a complaint about the actual trailer park I live in. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, okay. So this is not crazy though yet. It hasn't got there yet. Okay. No. Hold up. Someone called in an actual complaint about the trailer park that I live in because they have put in some new um, homes out here, like some actual, instead of like pulling in your RV. You, they have actually put That's in a recreational actual vehicle for those of you who don't know. Yes. They've actually put like more single wide tra- trailers in. And the complaint was, is that the septic system out here cannot handle 
the mass from all these new homes and apparently it's flooding someone's yard down yonder wait so this is this is someone who lives in the trailer park I don't think they even live here. I think so. There's the trailer park, and then there's like a, a manufactured home, like I would call it sort of a village or a subdivision okay. out across the trees, but it, they're all individually owned. Like okay. it's not a park. It's just, you know, they just, I think probably a housing development was like, this looks like a great place for pink flamingos. And so, sure. but I, they, it was not, it was somebody who said that it was leaching onto her property. Oh, so like, like the, so I'm guessing the mass is the bulk of shit that's flowing from the trailer park to this person's property. Is that what we're Supposedly. talking about? That's, that, that's the gist of the complaint. Yes. But okay. So I'm curious, how do we know it's shit? Is she, does she know it's shit? She doesn't. And there is a golf course between my park uh-huh. and this subdivision so they're not next they're not tr- next door to each other so your park golf course and this lady's property yeah there's at least two fairways between this park and the next property over and what's a fairway like i don't know because i'm golf stupid like a few hundred yards well, it's it's the width of them. So there's, oh, I think, okay. I think you shoot down and then you shoot back. So I mean, between the two of them, maybe a hundred yards. You know? Yeah, I I, I remember you talking about this. I, we were, I was going to suggest that we get Tiger Woods to 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 chime in on the call today, just to educate <laughs> us on the golf course. But we don't have him here. So uh, again, explain to the folks that that you're across the fairway. <laughs> Okay. So, so yeah, so there is not the length of two fairways, but the width of two fairways. You look pretty. Just, just stop. Sorry, I had, I had hair out of place. <laughs> Trailer park with Christmas lights. Yeah. The width of two fairways, next subdivision. I just can't, I, I guess I'm just having a hard time. I mean, okay. Is it possible that maybe there is, right? Okay, because so we're probably talking about a septic system, right? At her place. And maybe a giant one here. Right. Some sort of like community sized shit pond, right? Uh, yes. Um, is it possible that, you know, when they put those shit ponds in, um, you know, they put these leech lines in the ground, right? So, so, so the water can go down the leech lines, and they have holes in them, and so that they can basically just, you know, leak the the urine and the whatever, excess fluids, the fluids, uh, yeah. into the leech lines, and and you know, soak it back down into our our drinking water, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, uh, so is it possible that the trailer park uh, shitter leech lines? go into the fairway as in that's part of their irrigation slash fertilization it's a, it's possible and yeah now, i don't i haven't our our uncle bob has not come out to blueprint the septic system by the length of his foot <laughs> so we're not real sure we're not real sure where it actually lies but i mean it's it's entirely possible but i guess i'm just having a hard time 
guess I'm just having a hard time with uh, with this complaint. But yeah, okay. So regardless, did, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh well, I was going to ask you. Did, did you respond to this call? I didn't. Um, we all giggled about it and then sent it to county. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but shortly after we all giggled about it, I did my part as a member of this community and shit at work. So that way, God bless. God bless. <laughs> that way, I wasn't contributing to the problem. To the bulk, out, right? To the bulk. No, to the, the mass. Bulk, to the mass. The mass. Yes, I. I decided that I was going to do as much of my part on company time as possible. It's your civic duty. It's your civic duty. <laughs> I mean, protect and serve, right? If they didn't want you to shit at work, they wouldn't put toilets in the work center. It's that simple. Right. Yeah. Right. Which, uh, I don't know if you do this, but I always bring flushable wipes to work with me. I keep them in my bag. It's just something handy to have because like, I'll, I'll be honest today. I think I'm feeling the aftermath from all this shitty food. I, th- I uh, it was a bad day. And had I not, uh, uh, had those wipes, it would have been an even worse day. So I have a question for you and I, yeah. I, 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 I do not, I do not carry wet wipes hmm. and this is my problem. I don't have the patience to let my ass crack dry. No, 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 no. I got to get up. Oh, that's a rookie question. No. So <laughs> it's a three wipe process, right? Not three okay. wipes, but I guess I should say a three step wiping process. Three wipes. You okay. may not ever get the job done, but three step wiping process. First, you start with dry toilet paper and you might have to do a few rounds of that to get the sludge off, right? The bulk of the ma- the the mass, right? To clean so in, the mess. So so say you don't have any wet ones. Are you doing the same amount of dry pre-scrub as you would did you had you not had any wet ones you're, to follow you, it with? If you don't have any wet ones, you're going to you're going to go through so much dry, you're going to be raw by the time you get out of there. <laughs> okay, fair right, enough. cuz you're used to the cleanliness and you can never get there with just dry, especially okay. uh uh the the work provided toilet paper. Um, so you you start with dry toilet paper, you get most of the sludge off, right? And then you pull out one wet wipe. On a bad day, you might have to use two, but 90% of the time, one wet wipe. And you okay. get back there and you get all deep-like and you get things nice and tidy, right? You okay. Throw, you throw that in the toilet and then you grab one more dry wipe and you dry things off back there. Okay. So there is a drying process. There's you don't a ever have pro- a... You don't have a problem with like the toilet paper like pilling into the dampness? No, because it's not like it's not like you got a loofah down there. You're not, you know, <laughs> you don't have the shower head down there. If you had that, then you wouldn't need any of this, right? This it's 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 not even I wouldn't even say moist. It's more of like a a napkin that's just got a little bit of um, moisture to it, right? So it's not so like are these this... these these are drier than baby wipes, is what you're saying. Well, no, they're about the same as a baby wipe. Well, okay, I take that back. Maybe a little drier, especially if you've had them in your car for a while. After a while, they'll just dry out completely. When you get to the bottom of the bag, are they too wet? Uh, no, not at all. There's never enough oh, moisture okay. in there to keep them that wet. No, they're not oh, like okay. you know, they're not like the Clorox wipes where you pull the last five out and they're dripping. <laughs> right? Okay. No. Okay, that was it's my concern. Like yeah. Well, that would be a yeah, that would be a serious situation, especially with that really flaky one ply. You would have toilet paper back there all day or i mean i guess if you want to change it up a little bit if you want to get real fun you could you could do your wet wipe and then you know the little hand dryer that um you know blows hot air the the Mm -hmm. hand blow dryer whatever they call them 
I, I guess you could back your asshole up to that and get a nice toasty uh, dry off. It would. Yeah. Um, it, it, it definitely, if you weren't clean enough, it seemed like it would just power shoot whatever you had left down into your pants. Well, yeah, that's, you know, another, that's why uh, you got to really spend time with the first few dry wipes to get, okay you know, the dirt and debris off of there. <laughs> right. And then. Uh, you got to really knock down that spackle. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Thank there was an. I I am not educated in this subject, so I appreciate this this education. Yeah, and then there's times where because I've been there uh, where I always think how lucky I am that there's an empty stall at the pilot gas station when I pull in there, because most of the time when I'm pulling into a pilot gas station, um, it's because I'm about to shit my pants. Mm-hmm. Heaven forbid that one time that all the stalls are full, that will be the day I shit my pants inside of a pilot gas station. I think the pilots carry enough clothing for truckers that you could probably shuffle your you know your way up into the the uh, fluorescent section of their wardrobe. Well, you know that's not that's not a bad idea, and they have a shot the showers there too. I would just have to take a number and wait for my number to get called. Uh huh. But I could clean up, get some some safety orange on, and be out uh-huh. the door. I mean, what I think 10, so. 10, 15 minutes tops. Yeah, it depends on how backed up that shower line is, really. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, that's what's been going on in my life. Um, yeah, just a lot of plumbing problems. A lot of plumbing problems. You know, I've seen a doctor about this. And um, because, you know, I thought maybe I have a legit stomach problem. You ever been to? Yeah, like, like maybe like a, like a intolerance yeah, or you know, se- or a like sensitivity. That. Yeah. You ever been to one of those doctors? I think they're the proctologists, right? Or no, gastro not. gastroenterologists, right? I have not been to anybody to talk about my butthole. Anyways, uh, this was when I was still in my twenties, um, because I I was at a point where like every meal, every meal, I got to immediately go shit, right? Hmm. And uh, you know, I'm describing so it to the doctor. So you're related to our mother. A hundred percent. Okay. With the exception of I don't uh, drink K.O. Pectate just for the flavor. Um, <laughs> I, I do drink it uh, every now and then when I'm having a real bad day. You know, because that... Do you, do you find yourself needing to tell everyone you come in contact about your shits? I prefer not to. Okay. Um, but you know, I've, I've learned in life that some of the best therapy is just getting it out in the open. So that's why I <laughs> want to talk about it here is because now it's actually mm-hmm. kind of relaxing my gut. Now that I think about it, I don't have to run off in the middle of this, this podcast and go take a shit. I'm not past it, but we're getting there. Um, fuck, where was I going with that? I lost my train of thought. I screwed um, you up. Sorry. No, you're good. Oh, you were going to you were going to the doctor in your twenties. Oh, yeah, this doctor. Okay, uh, I can't remember his name. Not important. But so an older gentleman, right? Like, um, like most doctors, for some reason, he's probably in his fifties, maybe early sixties, and um, he's like, "Well, I think you have acute IBS." And I'm like, "It's not very cute, doctor, right?" <laughs> but of course, terrible joke. Boo. Um, anyways, uh, so I'm like, okay, what does that mean? He's like, well, you're always kind of near a bathroom, right? I'm like, well, not always. He's like, yeah, but most of the time, right? I'm like, 
well, you know, work, school, home. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> like, literally, that's what he told me. But then this is the topper, right? So he's already made a diagnosis. Wait a minute. So as, lo- so as long as you're near a bathroom, you'll be fine. Totally fine. what he's saying. Totally fine. I don't need anything else, right? Good, great advice, doctor. I'm glad I, I showed up, right? And um, and so he's already given a diagnosis, right? And he's already essentially given me a prognosis. Like, hey, you're going to be fine. You're close to a shitter. What's the big deal, right? Then he goes, well, just for fun, let's go ahead and check your prostate. And choice of words, just for fun? <laughs> just for fun? what? Are you are you mid twenties at this point? Yeah, you know I'm a young strapping lad. I was good looking back in those days. Probably you know nice tight little hiney. I think he just <laughs> wanted to stick his finger up my butt for fun because <laughs> he said it for fun. Let's go ahead and check your prostate. Was that pun intended or not? I don't know. Uh, I was too vulnerable and naive to really think anything of it at the time. Looking back. Um, I think I've been assaulted, but that's neither here nor there. So, uh, he's like, you know, go ahead and, and, and pull your pants down and lay on your stomach on the table. And then you, you, you bring your right leg, right or left leg. I think it was the right leg, uh, like up towards your chest. So like, you know, when you're sleeping on your stomach and you bring your leg up, uh-huh. he's like, kind okay. of an army crawl, kind of yeah, a, a lazy army exactly. crawl. Yeah. An army. Okay. Crawl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so I'm in that position and he's like, okay, he goes, uh, you know, we'll just make this real quick. And he goes, this is what we call the California handshake. And as he's saying California, I can feel every knuckle of his finger inserted into my rectum. California handshake. The guy had six knuckles, five knuckles. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about the most uncomfortable thing of my life. And I kind of laughed because it was kind of funny. But and then I'm like, oh, my God, he's got me. I'm I he made me laugh while he was penetrating me. And um, so anyways, I've never told anybody that story uh, because after that, you know, he wanted me to like poop on a stick and do all this other testing. I never went back. Fuck that. I'm not going back to this. Right. And I never told anybody that story until today. So now it's just between you and me because nobody will listen to this. <laughs> well, 15 people might, but whatever. So I'm the only one who likes this. On, I'm the only one who likes this on YouTube. So uh, that's true. Well, I'm the only one who subscribed on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wanna, I'm not I wanna a poser. Know. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I want to know when we post a new episode. That's what I want to know, which we are uh, behind. I, I, well, you know, I we got we, that was yeah. Poop poop happens. Shit happens. Poop happens, and yeah, I was at work for damn near twelve hours yesterday. It was miserable. Sucks having responsibility. Yeah. So now that you are older, mm-hmm. have you considered revisiting your acute IBS? No, because I haven't talked seeing- about it. You know, I think I need to go through therapy before I go see another doctor about this okay there's probably some sexual assault groups that you could join like uh my gastroenterologist penetrated me with his knuckle.com while i laughed (laughs) (laughs) forward slash i laughed (laughs) (laughs) yeah something like that there's probably somebody out there yeah no you know what you know where where you're gonna find that group it's gonna be on reddit 
Well, I gar- guaranteed, you're damn right about that. Reddit <laughs> is is everything when it comes to how the world works. Yes. Um, yeah. So if, any, you know, if anybody listening could reach out to us, because you know Tracy oh, really needs a, a, a self help group. That's a good point. And if you think about it, if you're listening to this and you're like, I know what Tracy needs um, to help calm down the shit uh, episodes. Um, Stephanie and Tracy at gmail.com. You should email us. That's you should email us. Stephanie with a P H A N I E <laughs> and Tracy with an E T R A C E Y at gmail.com. My one of my coworkers been having a hard time finding it, and I said Stephanie and Tracy, and he go and I started to spell your name because I work with him, so he knows how to spell my name. And he goes, I don't spell Tracy, and I said. And then he spelled it wrong. Right. What's going on here? Sorry. I did I lose you? No. There. We're back. Is there is a is a why does it say there's nine minutes left? Do you is this a bomb? This is the free version of Zoom. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so I said uh EY and he goes, Oh, I guess I don't know how to spell. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So shout out to my coworkers. Fuck you. So yeah. speaking of doctors, speaking of doctors today, um, yeah. I had kind of an interesting conversation because I got on some new crazy pills. And um, so we were doing the follow up for that. And they asked how I was doing. And I said, you know, I'm a whole lot less depressed. I'm, I feel like I'm a lot better in that. And I've actually been sleeping. I sleep most of the nights now, ah. which I'm pretty excited, pretty excited about because I haven't slept in years. And I said, but I am so twitchy and I can't, like, I have a hard time finding words and I can't stay on a subject and work is a little bit difficult to sit down and get shit fixed, finished before I tra-la-la and off to something else. And they would like me to get tested for ADD and ADHD. That's interesting. Which no one has ever said to me before in my entire life. Right. So I, I, so it's like, I feel like maybe one time I read that adults can develop there's adult onset add and adhd does that seem like it's a thing well isn't i guess the a's are all attention right uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder is that adhd attention uh yeah something like that yeah why there i don't know maybe there is an onset maybe you're just going through puberty i don't know oh man some days I'm worried that it's menopause. I'm much closer to menopause and puberty at this point. Ugh. You're going to be right up there with our mother. You shut your mouth. I'm just, do you want me to be honest? I just spent three days over there. <laughs> Why? Why would you spend I, three days with our mother? I It was it was terrifying is what it was. Um, so I got there. So we got there on friday and the whole reason for me going up was i needed to take my crackhead chickens up there for bob because i I still don't understand why you're saving chickens for people but whatever what's funny is (laughs) (laughs) i got these chickens from a crackhead house eviction Uh uh-huh even just yesterday one of the renters at that eviction who had all of his belongings in a stolen U-Haul was down at the police department still inquiring about the whereabouts of the U-Haul now that it's no longer stolen but all of his belongings are still in it 
And this was the same man who got very high and his roommates locked him in the garage and he had to climb out through the roof. <laughs> that sounds... Wow. Okay, so uh, so the chickens. Now, so now... The, chicken, the, the chickens came from this address. Okay, okay. So um, I live in a trailer park again and it seems like chickens would be a thing that... Uh, I would have around here, uh, but I have not okayed that with anybody, nor do I have the correct setup. So I took them to our, our parents' house uh-huh. and um, the Mexican that lives there is pretty excited about getting those chickens. Well, that's kind of his thing. It is his, his thing. His, he, had, he, had, he had six new baby chickens when I was there that were not yet released out into the hithers. So now he's adopted these new chickens that you took from the crack house in town and temporarily set up in the trailer park without permission. Correct. Just trying to track. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you've got it. So I had to take those home and then I, you know, all my rabbits are still up there and they had asked me to come go through some rabbits. So I went and did that. And so we got there on Friday and I honestly don't really remember what the hell happened. Um, we were just there and I think I went to the barn and then Saturday. So, um, Bob had had his immune therapy on Thursday. That's right. That's right. Saturday, Saturday, I watched him sleep in the, in the recliner all day. I was probably exhausted from that. So it's, it, it's, it's working on him. Um, yeah. it says his ankle, his ankles and his hands hurt and he was just wiped out on Saturday. Um, he would be awake for a little while and then he'd be snoring and be awake for a little while and would snore in. And, so. Oh, that cancer treatment. What a motherfucker. Well, and even the treatment to like save you from the cancer treatment is apparently a motherfucker as well. Right. True. Good point. Yeah. So anyway, I was up there with those people and um, um, on Saturday, mom and I went up to the Tri-Cities, which is... I think it was about a 50 minute drive to this woman's house to pick up a rabbit. And on the way back, we thought we'll stop at Starbucks there in the tri cities. Oh, is this going to turn into another shit story? It is not. Oh, well, it's sort of not, not in the literal sense. (laughs) Okay. So we go into Starbucks and James is sitting at, there's like this high, it's unlike the Starbucks here in town where they've got, like, all the lower tables all around, and then there's, like, a high bar with stools at it right in the middle oh, yeah. of the store. Yeah, it's super fucking frustrating. Yeah, it, so everybody's like, literally yeah. standing around it. Right. Right? Well, my child just sits up in a chair in the middle of all this when that's happening because he doesn't fucking care. There's a chair, and he wants to sit in it. Right. So I'm a Looney Tune woman who had to have been probably, I think, well, let me think. I, I want to say she's had to have been, but the problem is it's like pretty sure she told me she was 68. She sits down and starts talking to James. And if you've ever talked to James, you don't talk to James. Right. Right. And so um, I'm kind of watching her because I'm like, "Mm, she seems nuts. And so plus she walked in, said hi to the baristas and then sat down like didn't. So she's not even in line. She's not even in line. She's She's there to talk to your 11 year old. Apparently. So she sits down and I come around the corner and she she says something about, she goes, I didn't catch his name. And I said, it's James. And she goes, oh, okay. Now I understand what he was trying to say. And she looks at me and she's very smiley 
and she and so she's you know she's probably like five seven probably way older 68 year old woman short gray hair smiling far too much for the situation like a and like an uncomfortable yes uh, yes and it like looks like a little bit like a bag lady but clean and mind you she still has not ordered anything in this establishment that she mm. has now parked parked herself in a chair next to james with and so she asked me what his name was and i told her and i generally i just say i ah, he's autistic and that's about as good as it gets sure. she didn't ask that she just kind of stared at me and she goes you have it kind of difficult don't you and i said ah it's not that bad we get by sure and and she goes can i pray for you and so this is the thing. I'm not religious. We grew up in the in the Catholic Church. Right. I don't love the Catholic Church. And in fact, I don't love organized religion much at all, regardless right. of what the entity is. If you have beliefs, more power to you. I probably won't join you at church. Right. So, so she says, can I pray for you? And who the fuck am I to shit on somebody's praying parade? Right? You know what? If you feel the need to pray for me, have at it. I don't even care what religion it's in. Yeah, fucking pray pray to get me out of this trailer park too while you're at it. Yeah, yeah. If you could pray <laughs> the Powerball my direction, I'm gonna I'm gonna Just take that. Keep what, praying. I didn't know she meant right fucking then and there in the middle. Oh of the no way! Wait, did, yeah. Like by herself or like is, I'm picturing like you guys are like in a little circle thing holding hands. She's kind of sitting in a chair and like kind of in one of these barstool sized chairs because she's like, can I pray for you guys? And I've had people ask me that before, but it generally means when they get to their church, they're going to pray for me. You know, right. like I'm going to be in uh, there. Yeah, not right now. You know, bring it to the congregation. Let them pray. Yeah. Like, you know, like she's going to she's going to throw that out there to her Jesus when they meet again. Right. Oh, no, we're fucking meeting right now in the middle of Starbucks when you haven't even ordered your drink. So she stands up out of her chair and puts her hand on my shoulder and goes straight into closed-eyed prayer right there in the middle of Starbucks. And it is everything in my power to not just stare at her, like stare her down with her eyes closed. Like what? So I'm trying to be respectful and let her do her praying because that again, I'm not going to shit on anybody's parade. Yeah. So I let her do all of her praying and <clears throat> at the because I don't even know if I believe in God, it really. And I mean, like, it's not that I'm anti-God. I just don't I have never had an experience to say, okay, so we're in the middle of Starbucks. She's right. praying. Eyes closed. I'm trying to be serious and not, like, because I'm kind of in this, like, still in shock that this is happening right now. And she's praying, and I don't really know what she's saying, because it's just kind of looping around in, in little flowery circles, and it's not anything really directed. Because, again, she doesn't know me. Right. She doesn't know my name. She doesn't know nothing about me other than that kid's name right there is James, and he probably belongs to me. So she gets through her whole prayer, and Mom was standing next to me this whole time, okay. like not saying a word. It's the only time in her life she's ever been silent. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm surprised her mother's not being her typical self and telling that lady to mind her own business. She didn't. She just kind of sat there. And so anyway, she, um, this lady prayed, and I said, hey, thanks for that. And it turns out she was there with a, a young man who probably was pretty close to about 30 years old. Okay. Who apparently did order a drink. I didn't realize they were together, but they did order ah. a drink. And the whole reason they come there is because that particular Starbucks saves their coffee grounds for her garden. Oh, okay. 
you know, you're trying to kind of turning this into like a heartwarming story kind of thing. Sort of. So we get. <laughs> I'm waiting for the punchline. So, so well, so I keep trying to direct this into like a, a way to end the conversation, right? Yeah. But like the the dude has ordered a drink, but now they've forgotten to do his drink because, like you, he orders a Pike Place, which takes seven seconds, but it doesn't spit out the little fucking label thingy. Yes. And they forget about his fucking drink. So we're here for... And then he doesn't go tell him. And so we're here for a significantly long period of time. Anyway. So I asked... So I'm trying to find a way to, to get out of this religious thing that I've just gotten myself into. And I'm like, so what, do you, what kind of a garden do you have that you use your coffee grounds in? No, like, just, a, okay. Just trying to make small talk. Let's... Because you're what? Trying yeah. to get like away from like the praying thing that just oddly happened right in front of you? Yes. I'm, and, so I'm but, like, so because my, my, because I'm still paying for my degree in horticulture, I'm okay. like, I got something to talk about this, right? Sure. So, Fine. Let's talk about your garden. Let's talk about your garden. <laughs> right? It's a whole lot less crazy uh, if we're talking about gardens than we are Jesus. So she goes, yeah, it's a vegetable garden. And then she starts talking about, you know, like how she's gone the entire perimeter of her property. And I'm just picturing like just stuff everywhere like kind of a hoarder kind of a place right but apparently there's like a band like a flower bed band all around the entire edge of this property that she has converted to an edible garden of some sort it's not and we're, that surrounded we're, like tires or anything is it i'm picturing it, just a lot of junk i'm picturing like paint t- funny you mentioned tires i'm picturing the paint people who like get tires and then paint them colors yes and then bury half the tire into the ground to make a fence yes Yes, yeah, that's what I'm. That's picturing. what I have. That's that's what I have pictured. That's what I had pictured while this was going on. So, um, I said, you know what, you need because she's telling me that she's throwing her kitchen scraps out there, which is fucking gross. It's yeah. just because it just rots and you get r- vermin and stuff. And I said, you need rabbit manure. And I said, you just need to get hooked up with some rabbit manure. That was my big mistake right there. Me saying that, and she goes, how would one find that? And I said, oh, there's an entire um, club up here. Of people who show rabbits, I said, I know where manure is. She, the woman, the woman now has my cell phone number because I have a big mouth. You fucked up. What are you What's thinking? I'm an idiot. So because I was like, well, I should tell her that she needs rabbit manure and be like, peace out. I don't know, fucking butter. So I was being nice. Anyway, I come to find out, because she. We started talking, and she knew that I didn't want to talk about religion, and she scooped me back in. Hey, at least she recognized, you know, to be fair, at least she recognized that. Yeah. Like she of course, was when just you like, pray in the middle of Starbucks, you, you can't be too sure if this is, you know, what direction this is going to go. And maybe she's just used to that. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so she scoops us back around to religion. She goes, you're not, you're, she goes, do you attend church? And I said, I don't. And I said, I was baptized Catholic. And she goes, me too. And I said... All right, do you go to the Catholic church? And she goes, no, I don't. And I said, me either. I said, the difference between you and me is that I don't go to any church. Because hmm. um, I'm pretty sure you probably do. And um, and she starts telling me about how, because mind you, she's 68. Mm-hmm. I think she told me. And she told me that 42 years ago, this is how far we be- went back. 42 years ago, she found her Jesus. And before she found her Jesus, she had been 
held in psychiatric facilities on three separate occasions. Oh man, you're dealing with a real cuckoo cachoo. I am. And, you know, and so I started doing the math. Now we're talking about somebody who was born in the 40s. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. You know, or late late 40s, early 50s, if my right. math is wrong. and Because, I, because I'm because i not 100% sure on her age. But we're talking about late, late 40s, early 50s, which means, you know, she would have, I think she would have, she would have been in high school in the seven, late 60s, early 70s. Um, and women used to go to sanatoriums for all kinds of stuff. Interesting. You know, you, so, you know, she okay. never did tell me why she was there, but she oh. went, th- she went three times. You got to get her on. We got to get her on zoom. But she did tell me that she was tired of being afraid and she was tired of, um, letting men dictate her life. And she found her Jesus and has not been in a hospital since for that. Ooh, she's got stories. Because because she asked me, she goes, have you have you found God? And I said, honestly, no, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. And she and I said, have you had that experience? And that's how I got all of this information out of her. She she decided she was going to. She was going to follow God and, and, and not be afraid anymore. And that was her saving grace, according to her. The young man she was with said that he also found his God. But I couldn't understand what in the world he was talking about because he was trying to preach. He was trying to tell me that his exa- one of his examples was that because I told him that I worked for the police department. And they didn't know where Klamath Falls was at, at all. So I was like, sweet, I'm safe from Yeah, cold. for now. For now. And, so but they're I, probably in a fucking Greyhound bus on the way right now, though, to kill you. Yeah, they're looking They're looking for trailer parks right now. Mm-hmm. But they, his example was, I work for the police department. If another officer said, there's a lot of money and evidence, we should go take it. I have the moral responsibility to say, nope. And and step away from that situation, right? This Which this is, is his example that he's providing. This is so that's my that's my real life example. But he said, but then he turned it around and said, but God, you do whatever God says. And I'm just like, but where where is this going? What is he talking about? Well, I had no idea. And so we we looked up after he left because mom's like, oh my god, what just happened? When they finally left, I finally got him out of there. What was this, like two hours later? This is a heavy conversation you don't have in passing. We were, we were probably, this was probably a 20, at least a 20 minute interaction. Jesus, you're around, you're ready for another round of coffee. Pretty much. At this point, coffee's already gone through me and I'm ready to take a shit, right? Yes, correct. So the, the young man had a sweatshirt on and it said discipleship. And I thought. Well, if that's not the most religious thing I've ever heard. So we look it up and it's one of those like churches with a founder who writes books. Oh, like like the ones on TV. Yeah. Except for he was never good enough to even get his name on Wikipedia because we looked. <laughs> but he sold some copies of his book and people probably give him money to run the church. 
he he sold i believe he wrote 10 books all in all and sold about 14 copies of all 10 i believe is what the numbers became to but yeah it was some dude who who invented some church and and so these both of these individuals the old gal and the younger guy are in this church he he seemed to be because because it like when you start reading about it it seemed very much like it was a group that was centered on fellowship and i think they even said like the the founder of the church he threw gasoline on the on the advancement of fellowship and following the lord and stuff and it's just like this is cult stuff this is cult stuff and yeah, they that, make movies yeah. about this shit when all the people end up dead at the end of it. Yes, and documentaries. There's plenty of them. So this guy, th- clearly this guy, this young man had no fucking clue what the fuck he was talking about. He had, I mean, like maybe he found his Jesus and he thought this guy, this preacher guy was the greatest thing on the planet. But his examples didn't go together at right. all. Because in one, when in his example of my daily life, I was supposed to follow my moral compass, right. but in in my Jesus followings, I was supposed to succumb to everything that Jesus ever said and do I mean, whatever what, he said. Yeah, and that example, what if Jesus said, "Fuck it, take the loot"? Are you supposed to follow Jesus? Fuck your moral well, compass and that's take the pretty evidence. Much what he was, that was pretty much what he was saying, which is why I was, which was why I was highly confused, and I really tried to not talk to him because I also thought he could lock me in his basement. So, do you think this was mom and son, or grandma and grandson? I think it was. I think it was grandma and grandson, if related at all, or possibly like a lovers. That's what I was great, thinking. I I didn't catch that. It seemed it seemed like it was either church people where she was trying to help out like maybe he was like a renter in her home or something like that uh-huh. or there was like a grandma grandson or great aunt nephew kind of a relationship you know where like you're related maybe codependent on each other kind yeah. of situation like maybe the rest of the family is buried in the backyard kind of thing and he's a virgin 100 percent. yeah oh okay because he's yeah, okay. also wearing he's wearing a discipleship sweatshirt. Probably the only article of clothing that he may own. And it was maybe the only camp he ever went to was this one camp. And so Whew. I feel like yeah. we need to get her. I think you need to call her the old woman and we need to have a guest. She needs to be our guest and she's got to talk the talk about the insane asylum. I want to hear those uh, stories. So um, I won't say her first name, but she, when she introduced herself, she said her first name, and then she goes, Chin Neck Key. What the fuck? That's her last name. That's her last name. Chineki. Chineki. But she was trying to, like, she was trying to enunciate it for me, and so she did this, like, Chin Neck Key thing, and so that, here I am, this was fucking Saturday, now it's the end of Tuesday, and I still remember her name. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, because just when you did that, and not that I'm a normal person, but I'm thinking, what the fuck are you pointing at your chin, a neck, and a key for when you're talking to me? Well, and I didn't get it. And this was after the prayer. She didn't do this name until after the prayer. 
So I'm already like, what is happening here? But like, I'm invested, right? And then I was super checked out. And then she started talking about her psychiatric stays. And then I was way checked back in. <laughs> Cause I was wow. like, okay, we just got interesting again. Yep. That's our so, first guest. That's our first guest. You better get her on the horn. I went on a Starbucks roller coaster. That's some heavy shit in a short amount of time. And, and, and so, okay. So James, you know, James has difficulty sitting still during this kind of stuff. What the hell is he doing through all this? He has, um, he has a chocolate cookie crumble cream frappuccino <laughs> and a, <laughs> and a chocolate chip cookie. So and he's content. He's, he's fine. He's good. I, it would have been great if he, if he would have just been like, you know, when he puts his hand out, shut up, shut up. Just, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Sometimes so we anyway, need you, James. Yeah. Yeah. He, he failed me on that one. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'll tell you that we should probably one of these days soon before she loses her mind, ask our mother about her take on that situation as a bystander. Because like, no joke, these people left and mom's, you know, have, has mom ever like given you the look like she's processing, but like her face is all fucked up when she's like, ah. yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Cause I'll just be like, eh. yes. So anyway, yep. she's doing that and like, and like, can't even hardly found words while we're sitting in this Starbucks. It was, it was strange. Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, we don't have much time then. I mean, we might have to get Mother on here next week because she's been losing her mind. Uh-huh. Yep. I mean, so, just make it technology stupid for her and put her on speakerphone. We may, we may have to just go sans audio or sans video and just uh, just get her on here and see and just have her talk about what her feeling in that situation was and her take on it. Because I was yeah. very, I was, I was, uh, you know, very much in the A and B conversation, and Mom was kind of like a semicolon on the outside, <laughs> swimming in a pool of her own feces. <laughs> yes, yes, sort of. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yuck. Huh. That's fucking weird. Yeah. So, uh, you have any uh, interactions with weirdos lately? Um, I mean, only every day when I go to work. Mm. No, um, I was told a couple good jokes over this uh, leadership conference that I was at over the weekend. Speaking mm. of, you've been militarying a lot of years. Why are they still trying to teach you how to do it? So, I'm a lot older uh, for my particular rank, right, than your average person at this rank. Oh, I did not know that. Well, because I spent a lot of the years fucking off, right? And not really doing anything. And, um, yeah, so I've been at it 18 years now. Mm-hmm. And the people, the, the people that are, are teaching, you know, the senior military leaders that are teaching some of these leadership courses that I'm in are either my age, uh, my age or younger. Because when you hit 18 years, you're at, you're getting at the end, like, you know, people are going to start retiring and leaving the organization. Right. And um, honestly, I just do it for the social aspect of it anymore. 
Um, so uh, our friend Brooke was with us, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, Brooke, I mean, she's really just there for the social piece, too. So, you know, we do our, our conference type things and then we're, we get released for the day. Um, we went to the general's house. Uh, he, had, he was hosting a social with free beer. And we're like, hell yeah, let's go. It's free beer, but you kind of like can't really cut loose because this this man could crush your career, right? And um, but he's got a cat. Oh, and the cat, uh, I can't remember the cat's name. If that's my bad, but um, and like you know, with these parties, people are like, you don't touch anything, you don't sit down on the furniture. It's very stuffy, and I'm like. Well, I'm not leaving this house until I pet this cat. <laughs> and um, and then I look up, and up on the shelf, they got, like, this little coffee bar thing. I see kitty treats. <gasps> and I'm looking around the room, right? I'm looking over my shoulder, see who's around. I'm like, I don't see the general. Now's a good time to feed kitty. <laughs> and so I grab the cat food, and um and i open up the bag and, and you know cats like as soon as you crack that bag open they're like hey you got something for me don't you <laughs> and so this cat starts getting all purry and starts rubbing on my leg and um I'm, I'm putting food in my hand um and then uh yeah that's really the end of the story i fed the general's cat did, was read... Gen- did the general ever see you and the cat no i was gonna self-admit conversing but... Yeah, I was going to self-admit, but I was like, what What if this is it? What if this is the story? Well, and then I thought, like, maybe that those cat treats were not the right cat treats. Maybe that was for the other cat. And maybe it wasn't treats, right? Maybe it was some sort of special treat to, 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 to for some ailment that that cat has. And now I've just potentially poisoned their good cat. And what if I walk out of here and that cat dies? And then they go, I remember that one guy saying he fed our cat some treats. <laughs> and now I'm responsible for the general's cat dying in the middle of his kitchen during a party in front of all of his guests. Or probably even worse is that you just gave the cat the shits and it, it is now shitting all over the general's house. Exactly. And it, it nice house, right? Like white carpet. <laughs> to furniture like and now it, you know and now they're having to pay somebody to scrub cat shit out of the carpet oh, the and, government's just going to replace that carpet you know that yeah probably but still i was just i was like so i was going to self ad, uh, admit my uh my error right in, in judgment but then i'm like fuck that like i gotta stay silent I, like i gotta be a bro to myself at this point and realize <laughs> that i i could have fucked up real bad and i'm just gonna say Thank you for the lovely evening. Good night. Very nice cat you have there. I hope he has a long, healthy, productive life. <laughs> so you don't think that you don't think that later on when that cat dies and or shits all over the house, they won't go, didn't you feel like that man seemed particularly concerned about the length and quality of our cat's life? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the problem when you get all nervous around this, you know, and you've done something wrong. You start just self-admitting anyways, right? And, and I, yeah, so I, I probably still fucked up. Uh, so we'll, anyways, out of, you know, that's probably why I'm in these leadership courses is because I still fuck up like that. I still do <laughs> stupid shit. And they're like, well, if you ever want to get out of the military, you're going to keep going to these courses because God only knows, you know, what else you're going to do if you don't continue to go to these, these courses. You know, like I obviously didn't learn my lesson when it came to manners in people's homes when it comes to their cat. <laughs> 
but then on the flip side, I'm like, well, you know, the cat is there to party too. What if, what if I am the asshole, right? And everybody else ignores the cat, and and I'm like, hey, general, I I fucking pulled your cat into the party, and we had treats. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and like you the- have you 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 can initiate a party. Exactly. Right. Yes. You know, everybody. Oh, man. It's and I hate these parties, too. Right. So this this gentleman's a two star general, very high ranking individual. Um, and um, how many stars and, can you have? Four. Oh, OK. In, in most. I think the Navy can have five or something like that. But I mean, anyways, most generals have four star. The the top generals are four. So he's he's got two of them. Two out of the so four ain't bad. He's halfway to being Excelsior. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, and so, you know, everybody wants to talk about, you know, when they, they meet them, they always have their agenda. They have their, their elevator speech ready to go. Uh, this is who I am and this is what I need for resources and this is why it's important to the state, uh, you know. And you're just like, you are the most fucking boring people I can think of. Course, I'm talking about my peers at this point. Not all of them are boring. Some of them are just really ate up, though, right? And they just want to talk business. So this man, this general officer, this man spends every waking moment of his life dealing with shit in the military. Problems. It's never something good. It's always problems, right? People problems, resource problems, problems around the world, right? How do we prepare forces for this, that, and the other thing? Anyways. When he's and in when his you're, own and home, when you're when you're half an emperor, like you probably don't get days off. No, exactly. Right? Like you have you have a full time person or a, a person whose their full time job is to carry your cell phone around. You're mm-hmm. too busy to carry your own cell phone, right? That's like the level we're at, right? Right. And and so, um, I'm like I, to myself, I'm like, okay, if I was him. And I was in my own house and there was food and beer around um, with all these people. Like, what would I want to talk about? No, I don't want to fucking talk about work. So I'm like, hey, beer, right? We start talking about beer. And guess what? Who who, who spent the most of time, amount of time talking to the general that night? This guy. Because we were talking about beer. He was and probably... We were... Did you... Did you... Was this like... Were you the crazy lady in Starbucks who Jesus prayed with him? I think I, oh my God. <laughs> I, I mean, why would I think of that? Cause I just heard that story myself. But now that you made that connection, I totally prayed for him in front of everybody. But wow. I fucked up Aaron. <laughs> Well, I mean, at one point we were making fun of another general officer's shoes. I mean, it's not every day. You oh, get to do then, that. oh, then then it's then it's different. It's not you did not have the same experience than me. I don't yeah. think. I mean, I haven't gotten an email or anything that I'm fired, but I did. Um, I did. I did get a text message from this woman because I was dumb enough to give her mm. my. Um, yeah, you you exchanged uh, information. No. Well, yes. I just, I actually, you know what I did? I actually took her phone and texted myself with it. Well, otherwise, I'm th- she said she was 68, right? I think she was about 
I think she's about sixty-eight. And so you would you would have been like no 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 five, four you know you you would have had like every step of the way like every digit, and then and, spell the number. Yeah, I was just give me your phone, and she's like, you're, no, you're in the wrong spot. I was like, nah, I'm texting myself. Don't worry about it. And so, and then she um, surprisingly has not texted me back after. Um, After that one initial text. And I even said, you too. What'd she say? Uh, She said, nice to meet you. She she, she said, nice to meet you today. And I said, you too. And then, comma, her first name. Okay. Maybe she just told her not to text. I don't know. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Or she went home and took her medications, and I disappeared. All right. Well, I'll, I'll just put that out there. You think about it, but I think it would be fun if uh, she would agree to come on this little podcast here and just talk to us, because I really want to hear the insane asylum stories from her 20s, you know. Like, see where see where she... What led her to meeting her Jesus? Yeah, because this could open up a whole can of fucking crazy, right? It could, yeah. And I and I think the best the best way to spin it is tell us, tell us where you got lost, and how you got. Oh found. yeah, oh yeah. You could totally got to wrap it around Jesus, right? And, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Totally. Where did you yeah. lose the Lord, and what was happening during those times? Yes. Yes, because I, oh, I became man. I became reinvested in the middle of Starbucks. And then shortly after she left, my first thought was, I should probably go get my master's degree. Because <laughs> I could I could have been paid a lot of money for what just happened here. I agree. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're missing out. <laughs> uh, anyways, so, yeah. uh, we should probably wrap this thing up, huh? We we, we should. Um, I do. I did. um. I did get one voicemail worth listening to today. Oh. I'm not even going to set it up. I'm just going to play it for you. Um, no setup. We're just going in cold with this one. No, definitely. So I just, I'm just going to play you this one voice. Let me make sure all my stuff's here. Okay. Okay. I got sounds. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Uh, I think I have the wrong number. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, oh, you had me hook, line, and sinker. As soon as I heard the click of the phone, I'm like, uh, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be gold. I think I have the wrong number. Play that again. Oh, it was fucking great. And I'll I'll tell you, I'll tell you when you play it, I'll tell you exactly where you had me. Uh, I think I have the wrong number. Sorry. (laughs) Ah, I was like, oh, here we go. Oh, oh, that's fucking good. Oh, you got me. So, yeah, I just wanted to be sure I got that out there today. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) That's gold right there. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. (laughs) Even when I even when I have the right number, I'm going to still say that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I have the wrong number. Sorry. Who leaves that on a voicemail? Why wouldn't you just hang up? And she went through, this is the thing, to get to that voicemail, she had to go through an entire phone tree. Oh, yeah. Oh, was that your work phone? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. So she, yeah, she had to call for she options. Had, press two for. I don't. Espanol. I've never even called it. Yeah, I've never even called the tree. <laughs> but you have to. You have to call the police department, and you have to get transferred somehow to code enforcement. Uh, and then you. And I then. <laughs> And then you have to pick one of between one, two, three, and four assholes to leave that. Oh, that's beautiful. It's not like you could just dial it by mistake. No, it's yeah. It's not like she accidentally called Burger King. (laughs) She knew who she was calling. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You had me on that one. (laughs) I was ready for a juicy one. I was like, oh, we got to wrap this up and you saved the best for last, but you (laughs) saved it for last. That was well done. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay, I'll be sure to bring okay. a voicemail again. Cool. Okay. Well, that's us. Yeah. Hey, uh, quick, quick, because you're the you're the yeah, the nuts and bolts of this. Where are we <laughs> listed at? Uh, we're on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, uh, some other uh, uh, Amazon Music. Um, we're on YouTube. Uh, and it's all Stephanie and Tracy. You just search Stephanie and, and Tracy. Even if you, even if you start with Stephanie, because even your name is is kind of not that common. Um, it all comes up on all those platforms. What happens? Um, what what happens if you type in my mom thinks we're or our mom thinks we're funny? Can it yes. come up the same way? Yeah, my mom yeah. Th- says we're says we're funny. Um, that yeah, yeah. will come up as well. Um, that's in fact that's the YouTube channel name is my mom says we're funny uh, podcast. And, um, yeah, so we're out there and we're getting clicks and Clicking no, click, click. yeah, no negative comments yet. So, but we will uh, welcome those. I'm just going to say, I, yeah. And I welcome feedback for the show in open forum, um, on the comments, or if you would like to leave, uh, us an email, Stephanie and Tracy at gmail.com. We'll be more than happy to address your comments on the podcast. And we for, probably won't use your names very much. Unless you say it's okay to use my name, then we'll totally make fun of you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. we'll answer your questions in a serious business-like manner. Timely With fashion. full, full... Yeah, we'll just do that. We'll <laughs> just do that. Let's roll with it. Okay, very good. Cool. Okay. All right. Okay, thanks, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Later. Peace out. <laughs>